Tonight's Wheeling Nailers profile is coming off of his first goal of the season last Saturday night against the Reading Royals. It's a defenseman and also sometimes a forward, Craig Skidalski. And Craig, I could just see the emotion in you when that puck went into the net. Did you have your friends and family there on Saturday in Reading since it was so close to home? Yeah, I had some friends, uh, family. My grandmother actually was there. It was the first pro game she got to see me play, so it was kind of special to score that goal in front of them. That's really neat that they get a chance to see you play a game like that and obviously getting your first one of the year. How big of a confidence booster is that for you going for the rest of the season? Uh, I mean, it's big. I uh, kind of got a good pass by Nodder there, so that was nice to play with him. I mean, I was a forward in that game, so it's kind of a little different, but get a couple more shots, but it's definitely big for the rest of the season. In the time that we've seen you here, we've definitely seen that you have a strong ability to be a versatile player, playing both the defensive side of things and the forward side of that. Do you kind of embrace that role a little bit and kind of face those challenges and also get a chance to play different roles throughout the course of a year? Yeah, I mean, I played forward growing up, uh, but then I switched to D when I turned pro. Uh, the boys kind of joke around. They call me the Swiss Army knife of the team because I could do pretty much anything. I haven't played goal yet, but might at some point. But, uh, I mean, I like to take it to my advantage because I can play both positions. I get to travel on all the trips, and if somebody goes down or gets called up, then I can step right in. Having played both of them before, what's the biggest challenge for a defenseman jumping up to forward, and what's the biggest challenge for a forward dropping back to D? Uh, defense to forward, cardio. Totally different skating, a lot more skating as a forward versus defenseman, and then probably getting hit more as a defenseman, going back for pucks, getting them off the boards, and getting hit by the forwards of the other team. So I kind of bring both to both positions. Is there any difference in your approach to the play, being maybe more conservative back on D, being more aggressive on the offensive side, or does that just kind of figure itself out? Uh, for me, going to play forward, it's kind of my mindset to just go out and hit somebody, and if the puck comes to me, put it on the net. Uh, as a defenseman, kind of conservative, trying to keep the other team from scoring, not so much trying to score. So... Very good. The last game in Reading was very different because your third line, it was you, Nick Minerva, and Willie Smith. So there were two of you that were defensemen who were jumping up to play forwards. How was that approach? Was it any easier because Nick was up there with you, or what was it like having two Ds playing up front? Uh, I kind of think you don't really notice. Uh, I mean, everyone's a good hockey player in this league and on this organization, so I think everyone can play anywhere. Uh, but, I mean, he stepped in first time playing professional, I think, forward for him, so he did a great job. What about for the defensemen who are playing with you? Did they feel like maybe there was an extra safety blanket out there because they knew that you guys probably had that defense-first mentality and if they stepped up that you guys would be more than willing to get back there and help out? Definitely. I think uh, for us, both being defensemen playing there on the third line, I think when we came back, it didn't matter who was third, uh, the third guy back. We had three defensemen, four defensemen on the ice at all times, so we were pretty defensive-minded. We go into the last eight weeks of the regular season here, and it's going to be a dogfight down to the finish just like it is pretty well every season it seems like what did you learn from last year down the stretch trying to battle the way into playoff positioning that you think will help this team out this season uh biggest thing is every point matters i think last year we missed it by a couple points and then this year we squeaked out a couple overtime wins that might have got us the points to move on so it's, it's definitely every point get those points off uh, whether it's overtime or not but 
definitely get the points. There are players like you, like Aaron Titcomb, who have now been through this once before. What does that make for a difference in the locker room? What's going to make this team stronger and give it that chance to get in that may have held last year's team back a little bit? Uh, I def definitely think we bring up the past. We bring up last year a lot. Uh, we bring up how we missed playoffs by a couple of points, like I said. So I think it's just getting the guys on the right page, kind of getting focused from the start of the game to the end of the game, maybe not coming on fast in the second, third, maybe coming through the first two. So, Your last seven weeks of the year are definitely going to be a test, a lot of three and threes. What's going to be part of the keys in that stretch to be able to have as much energy as you guys have and not be exhausted with all those Sunday games? Uh, definitely take Mark Gatos' advice, uh, strength and conditioning coach. Uh, get workouts in, stretch, but nothing too heavy, and eat right. We need to replenish everything we lose in all these games. You've got the Cincinnati Cyclones tonight. This is a team that, despite being first place in the Central Division, you guys have handled all right. You're 3-3 three and three against them. What brings out your best when you play their best? Uh... I think it's one, we play in this rink pretty well. We love the big crowds. We, we feed off the big crowds. And then two, we just want to play the best and we want to beat the best. So that's kind of our mindset. So that's it. Is there a little bit of a thought in the head of, hey, if we get in, maybe we'll see these guys and that helps you maybe sort of play that playoff style of game against them? Yeah, definitely. Because if we get in the last seed, we're definitely going to play Cincinnati in the first round. So, I mean, playing games against them basically is a playoff game because we need the points, like I said, and then we'll play them in the first round. What does this team need to do to have success tonight and get away with two points as you go home tomorrow for protect and serve night? Uh, I think we got to get pucks deep. Uh, definitely get pucks deep, use our speed, get around their defensemen, and definitely just put all the pucks on that. Don't pass up a shot. Is your heart beating a little bit easier now after earlier this week when you got to participate in that raid with the Wheeling SWAT team? Yeah, definitely. I mean, that was pretty cool to see all those guys and have them in their uniforms and everything. So we got scared a little bit there, but it was fun. They'll be ready to see you in uniform tomorrow night at West Bank Arena, but first, some jobs to be done on the ice tonight. Craig, I really appreciate a few minutes of your time. I'm glad that last Saturday was such a neat experience for you getting a chance to score a goal in front of your friends and family. Thanks, Steve. Craig Skidalski gave your Wheeling Nailers on our intermission report. We'll take a break and come back with out-of-town scores and third-period action on the Nailers Broadcast Network.